0: Good morning, Missio. Can I get a Happy New Year? Last week I wouldn't say it. This week I can fully say it, and uh, I hope you all did have a, a wonderful, restful, meaningful week uh, between Christmas and, and New Year's. Um, we're doing a little setup, so I'll just, I'll kind of talk while they set up, and we'll see if we'll see how we, how this goes. But um, yeah, I'm excited to, to be here this morning. Grateful that we get to kick off the new year uh, together today. Um, last week, if, if you were here and if you weren't here, um, last week to, to end the year together on the 31st, we did a, a, something a little bit different. We did a really interactive exercise um, that just allowed us to think about and understand more fully and even express the humility that, and love that comes with uh, forgiveness, both asking for it and extending it. And I just want to say, as the staff team and I debriefed that last week, um, We just couldn't help but just feel so thankful thankful that we get to be a part of a community like this where uh, we get to lead with risk and with faith and that you all respond to that and so i just want to say thank you because some of the texts that i've gotten some of the emails i've gotten some of the things that i've heard that you all have done the last week uh, just are really awesome and really beautiful the ways that you've taken that practice of uh, asking for forgiveness and extending it to others uh, and just the way that's being lived out outside of this room so we practiced something you all engaged it with faith and now you're still practicing it outside and so i just wanted to say thank you thanks again for being courageous thanks for being faithful thanks for for trusting us to lead in that way Uh, and in a similar fashion the reason why these three are up here this morning is because we're going to do something similar uh, to last week in the sense that it's going to be different Uh, i'm going to talk at you speak to you uh, give you an input for just a couple minutes this morning And then we're going to do another somewhat interactive exercise or spiritual formation practice this morning, um, and I'll explain why we're going to do that. Similar to last week, um, the way that that exercise and that practice of asking and extending forgiveness uh, was a way that helped us to embody the truth of the gospel. Um, I believe that there's a lot of different practices like that. That they're important for us to experience together and one of the things that i lead the staff in every so often uh, is an exercise a spiritual formation exercise called lectio divina and you may have heard that phrase before or maybe not but it basically just means divine or, or sacred reading and what lectio divina is is it's a way of engaging with scripture in a highly relational manner uh, it's it's engaging your heart and your mind with the scripture as it's read multiple times uh, in a way of, of believing that the the word is alive <laughs> and that holy spirit is active and really trusting in the two main ministries that we have christians believe in is the ministry of god's word and the ministry of god's spirit to us to lead and guide us in knowing jesus more fully and more deeply and becoming like him and so it's it's an exercise in which we're engaging scripture not really from a, as much of a, a cognitive study of the word and what do i know and what's the history and what's all of that to have that sort of knowledge but it's an engaging in scripture and a posture before the Lord in community to again believe and trust that, that God's word is alive and that he speaks and that there's a way that he's gonna minister here and minister here on the two planes of relationship that he's invited us into as we follow Jesus together. And so this morning, the reason why we're doing this is because we did this, a, I don't know, a couple months ago. Again, we do it every so often. And after we did it, we were just debriefing it together um, and, and somebody on the staff goes, man, when's the last time we, 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 we kinda did that with our, with our community? And we, were ha- we had to say, it's, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've done it. But it's, it's one of the practices that we do as a staff team as we're trying to live up in and out together and, and to engage together in honest family on mission. And so um, we've done it at th- different times throughout the years, maybe you've seen it, but for some, I don't know if we've done it in this format in a long time. But this morning, what, what the exercise is gonna be is I'm going to open up a, a passage that I chose. They haven't seen it yet. I mean, Kelly's seen it because we made a slide together. But Tim, Tim and Vicky haven't seen it, and I haven't really spent time with it, but it's something I felt like the Lord was saying. And what's going to happen is this. I'm going to hand them the sheet with the, with the, with the verse on it. The verse is also going to be up on the screen. And what we're going to do is walk through together the, the typical steps of doing Lectio Divina. So the passage is going to be read three times. And after each time, or during each time, there's kind of a question or a prompt that I'm going to invite us to consider. And I'm just going to put those up so you can see them, because here's how this is going to work, is that while we're going to be engaging in the scripture and in our our process here, on one hand, this is what we sometimes call a fishbowl. I mean, if you can imagine, we're the fish swimming vulnerably inside this bowl, and you're all the outsiders just, just looking on. Does that make sense? But on the other hand, we're not fish and we're not in a fishbowl. We're a body together in a sanctuary this morning that we believe God is here with us. And we believe that God's word is alive and we believe that his spirit works and moves when we invite him to do so. And so while you're gonna be on one hand observing and we are modeling a practice that we do together as a staff team every so often to engage the heart of the Lord together, the invitation is that as you sit as well, yes, you're seeing something modeled and you're watching, But on the other hand you're participating as well and that's why the scripture will be on board and i'm giving you the questions ahead of time does that make sense any questions you weren't expecting me to ask that here's the thing as we sit in silence together during the readings what they say right now studies are showing that in groups adults aren't comfortable sitting in silence together longer than 15 seconds We're going to be sitting together in silence for about three minutes at a time in between each scripture reading. And here's here's why I'm giving you that information up front. For some of you, that will feel uncomfortable. For some of you, you're going to feel antsy. For some, you're going to feel anxious. For some, you're going to go, why are we wasting our time doing this? And all of those, honestly, are okay. Similar to last week, my invitation to you this morning is to exercise faith And to take a a risk with me this morning, if you will. And trust that the core belief of Lectio is true. The core beliefs really at the heart of Lectio are this. That God is present with us as his people. How many of you believe that? Okay, That Jesus Christ is the living word. How many of you believe that? And that the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, again, is alive and within us. And working and moving. And his job is to lead and to guide us in truth. And when we open the word on our own or in community, there's potential for that to happen. So we come this morning, although it's a different type of engaging the word than we're used to on a Sunday, we come with the same expectancy to say, God, you're real, you're alive, you're present. Your word is living. Jesus, you are the living word. And Holy Spirit, we trust in you to lead and guide us into the love and goodness and truth of God. Amen? Okay. So here's these questions. Here's, here's what's going to be asked, or what I'm going to present as the questions in between the readings and i'm going to show you these questions before the reading so will you put those questions up please okay so in lectio typically you read three times and after the first reading or before the first reading what my invitation is going to be to my fish here and to you all is is this as you're listening to the scripture read aloud what is one word or phrase holy spirit impresses upon you and the invitation is don't, don't overthink it, but as you hear it, often God does. He speaks in your heart and your mind and the thought, and you go, that, that's the phrase. That's the word. It, it's, it's often just, that's it. And so the invitation is to then, in the silence in between the next reading, is just, in a sense, contemplate, quietly pray, and consider the one word or the one phrase, asking God, Lord, why are you giving? Yeah, and good, feel free to take a picture of that. Second question, that's why I was doing that. Number two, second question. is In the second reading is, is what do you feel? In in response to or connected to that word or that phrase that Holy Spirit has impressed upon you, what what do you feel? Like talk talk about it, engage with it from an emotional level. What am I feeling? And also what specific situation in my life today maybe relates to that? And, And potentially that's why, very likely, that's why Holy Spirit highlighted it to you. And then number three. And the third reading, the question is going to be, what is Christ's personal invitation to you from the scripture? Okay. And so, yeah, if you have a picture of that, great. If not, um, I'll kind of guide us through and, and we'll be good. Um, but yeah, before we put up the passage and before we actually engage in the practice together, um, I'm going to say a word of prayer and just invite us to um, yeah, actually invite the Lord just to awaken our our hearts and our minds to what he wants to say this morning okay yeah god in your word it says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god and you, Jesus, who is the Word, you were with God from the beginning. But yet you came to reveal the fullness and the glory of God, and you came full of grace and truth. And so we come this morning together uh, in that grace, seeking to experiencing, experience the living truth together in community. Jesus, believing that you are the living Word, that, God, you are lovingly present and pursuing us, and that, Holy Spirit, uh, you indwell us and you are at work in our lives individually and communally and we thank you God for your loving pursuit of us we thank you for this community which we get to be a part of and we're thankful that yeah your word is alive and that you desire to speak to us this morning and so God I'm thankful that you're as present up here on this stage as you are in that back row and every single row in between and up in that balcony and even on Zoom in people's homes and i pray this morning as we open up these scriptures that uh, God you would speak so Lord, would you help us uh, to exercise faith and to uh, just be attuned with with your love and your goodness this morning? Yeah, we invite you, God, to to minister to us. Uh, speak, for we, your kids, are listening. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I'm handing them the, the sheet that has the passage on it. And if you want to go ahead and put up the scripture up there, uh, this this morning is the passage that, that we're going to engage together. And so the way yeah, that this will work is I'm gonna, I'll do the first reading. And as I read it, I invite you all to consider that, that first question. Is, you know, what's one word or phrase that Holy Spirit impresses on me? Um, and then after we have a chance to sit quietly in that, if you would do our second reading after about three to four minutes, um, and we'll engage that second question, and then after about another three to four minutes, Tim, if you would read that, the scripture, the third time, um, and then at the end, we'll do as we normally do. We'll, we'll process and we'll share together, um, and we'll engage that way, okay? Okay, so, Psalm 103, verses one to five.
2: Psalm 103, one through five. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed, Like the Eagles.
0: We thank you, Jesus, that you are the living word. Amen. So now we're going to take a chance and have a chance to just share what we sensed the Holy Spirit impressed on our hearts and minds' thoughts. Um, And we've done this a bunch of times together, but maybe not with this many other people in the room. But we know that when we share, we're, we're doing a couple things we're sharing personally, we're sharing kind of briefly, and we're sharing prayerfully, right? And as we hear each other, we're not hearing to give advice, we're not hearing to ask questions about and critique, but we're just, we're in a sense witnessing together what you sense, the Spirit of God speaking to you personally out of love, and we're we're witnessing that together, and we're getting to, get re- to respond together in prayer afterwards. Um, so, yeah, would anybody like to just share what, what they sensed the Lord speaking to them through his word this morning?
2: You guys want me to go first? You want to go? The uh, part of this that struck me the most was who satisfies you with good verse five so that your youth is renewed like the eagles in march of this year uh, my oldest daughter stopped talking to us and it was a very painful experience to confront the fact that she'd been hurt and It took us a long time, both for Leslie and myself, to work through times of self-examination, of learning to listen uh, to her, um, to ask questions of her, and to validate her her feelings. Even though some of the things that she said to us seemed not to match the reality we live. they were things that came out of her her experience. it led to a lot of um, for myself a lot of recognition of ways that I had failed my daughter ways that I had not been present for her ways that I had spoken that had not built her up but had instead torn her down It's very very painful um, and i think uh the thing that i get from this word is that he satisfies you with good and that is i could i could list for you a whole lot of things that i failed at and the wonderful thing is that also it says in verse three he forgives all your iniquity he he heals us and um he satisfies us with good I can look back at all the things I failed at but what God wants to do is to lead me into goodness Mm. he wants to lead me to emotional and spiritual wholeness so that I can be whole and available and real uh, for my to God first of all to my wife and to my children and then to my community some of the good that's come out of this this whole process um, has been a restoring of my relationship with my daughter we were actually able to spend Christmas with her Um, I don't know that I've seen her as relaxed and available and emotionally present as I saw um, this last Christmas (laughs) and that is a really tremendous witness to the fact that God brings good his design is good uh for his children thanks
3: for sharing tim
0: tim and leslie were actually on vacation the this last week and they got back on friday so we actually haven't heard any of that restorative part of it from the last week so thanks for sharing that thanks tim anybody else feel like sharing something that
1: um the phrase that stuck out to me (laughs) right at the beginning already was all that is within me um and as i'm as i continue to listen i think that you know for all that is within me it was like all the sin that is within me all the anxiety all the compartmentalizing that i need to make my life work is within me all the hopes and dreams of like what this year should look like and what it has looked like so far you know like that is all within me you know and i think the invitation is yeah you take all of that with you right like that god understands and recognizes that all of that is with you and bless the lord with that right like and he is not oh well give me the good parts or give me the parts that are worthy you know of the blessing and the worship. But he's like, yeah, just bring all your anxieties, all your brokenness, all your compartmentalizing, all the things that don't feel complete. And yeah, like that this passage is for that, you know? So I think that there's there's freedom in that.
3: The phrase that stood out to me, or it, honestly, it was at first just just the word satisfies. Um, I think it's been about a year ago. I I uh, started seeing a counselor. Um, mainly, you know, you meet with a counselor, and they're like, "What are you doing here? You know, like, why 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 do you want to come here?" and and I, I think if I could sum it up in like one sentence, it would just be dissatisfaction. Um, unmet uh expectations of what life as a father and a husband and um just a man um, it just life just looked really different than i than I thought it was going to and and so I had a lot of just this like is this it you know like is this is this kind of what what life is sort of struggling paycheck to paycheck always anxious about bills and always anxious about my kids and if they have what they need and why they're such jerks sometimes and uh like is is this is this kind of like what 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 it is because i thought it was just going to be like good times playing board games throwing footballs and everybody was just going to be happy and um. So uh, uh, for about a year, I've just been kind of working through that, like what, what is, how, how do I find satisfaction and contentment in, in what, what life actually is instead of just always hoping for what I, what I thought it should be, which for the most part is, is a lie um, that I think Satan forms for us of this is what your life should be like and should look like, and if it's not, then there's something wrong with you. Um, and so God's saying to me like um, I, w- I want to satisfy you Kelly um, and I'm like great how you know um, and, and he just says it here he says I, I will satisfy you by forgiving you for your iniquity I'll satisfy you by healing you of your diseases, of your sin, of your brokenness. Uh, I'll redeem you to the life that I designed for you. And I will crown you with steadfast love and mercy. And, you know, that feels like the ultimate, you know, the ultimate raising of me from where I feel like I am to where he wants me to be. And so I say, okay, God, that's what you're going to do, but like, what, what am I supposed to do? Um, uh, and so that leads me to sort of like where I would say like God's personal invitation to me is is to bless his name. Just like Vicky said, with all that's within me, everything that I've got here going on, that's twisted and ugly and beautiful and wonderful and terrible, um, to bless his holy name, and to forget not. In other words, to just remember, to, to, to remember his, his goodness, because he's been doing this my whole life. He's been doing these things for me um, my whole life. And remembering is so important. Um, for accessing that, that satisfaction that I long for. Thanks, go.
0: Yeah, for me, the phrase was, um, forget not all his benefits. And uh, it was tied to verse four, uh, who redeems your life from the pit. And uh, there's a few things, including my father-in-law's cancer, which I told you guys about, Like, there's a few things in life right now that just feel like the pit throw some parenting aspects in that. You know what I mean? Like, there's just things that seem like pit, you know? And so as I'm sitting there listening, the Lord is just saying, yeah, f- forget not my benefits. Because, yeah, you've been in pits before. <laughs> this isn't your first pit. And the invitation then was, do you trust me in this pit? Because, yeah, this pit might be more uncertain and scary in some ways, but do you trust me? So for- forget not my benefits. Forget not the ways I was good. And all the other pits and in this pit will you trust me son so um, yeah invitation to trust and even surrender in the pit because i can think i can climb out of the pit build my own ladder you know like all that stuff but will you surrender and trust me in the pit so yeah thank you guys for engaging honestly and sharing. Um, Hi, again. Um, you you all didn't get to share in response to like we just did. But I, again, I, I believe God is present. I believe He's lovingly pursuing all of us. I believe He is the living Word, and I believe Holy Spirit moved this morning. And so I'm going to put up just three reflection questions that I want you to consider. <laughs> as Kelly gets prepared to lead us in worship. There should be three closing reflection questions that um, I want you to put up. And here's, here's what I invite you all to do as you uh, leave today. For you to consider, and maybe it's as we worship and pray here, what was Christ's personal invitation to you from that scripture today? As you sat here and not just observed fish in a bowl, but as you were a participant as well, what was Christ's personal invitation to you from Scripture today? And I'd encourage you to take time to to write it down sooner than later. Secondly, what's your next step in response to the invitation from God? You'll hear me say frequently, hopefully, I think one of the two most important things is to consider what is God saying to me? And connected to that, what am I going to do about it? So what's your next step in response to this invitation from God that you received this morning? And third question, who can you share and process it with? Similar to the way that we just shared and processed, not really processed, but shared. Who in your life would you feel is a safe space that you can go share and process that with? And that's important because it helps it, again, become more real to speak it out. It helps it become more sticky for you. And it's something that then you can actually be more transformed by and and live out in faith. And so I'd I'd give you those three. What we're going to do now in closing out um, is what we always do when we do it together is that we we spend time and we worship in response. Um, And again, we don't know the song that Kelly picked. He picked a song and we're going to worship in response to it. I think he has slides. So we're going to worship. We invite you to worship as well. Um, We often also usually pray if you feel like you want to pray for someone that said feel free to do that um and then after we conclude this kelly's gonna kelly and the worship team are gonna come up and lead us in a a closing song but we're gonna close the loop on this for the the way that we typically do it and um yeah let's bless the lord yeah